Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Tom Chorsky played the NHL, played for the Golden Gophers, played high school hockey in the great state of Minnesota. And he joins us now. Tom, how are you tonight? I'm real good, Maxie. Uh, how are you doing? Good. Good to visit with you always. Yeah. Uh, how, how come the Wild gave up six goals last night out of the blue? Well, I guess you could chalk it up to them being at the end of a, of a road trip. Um back-to-back games but uh i think you know there were some power play goals scored by the the vegas knights and who have a really strong power play and they've recently gotten some of their their big guns back in stone and patch ready so and they this is the team i think didn't get off to a great start so now they're kind of feeling it and they just they they caught the wild uh, at the end of a, a road trip that um you know some pucks were going in but hey the wild hung in there there was an empty net goal that yeah. If you take that away, it's a one-goal game. Is Vegas better than the Wild when you look at the two rosters? Um, you know, I close. I think. I mean, I think the Wild obviously can compete with anyone this year um, mm-hmm. when they're really when they're rolling and staying healthy. Um, but you know, I think it's close. I don't. I don't know if I could definitively say they're better, but Vegas. You know, Vegas does have some. They've got some uh, a handful of marquee guys and some big, you know, physically big but also talented guys. And so, um, but if we got goaltending, you know, we got good some good goaltending and and everything was quick and we can we can beat them in a series. You know, I, I remember the late Tom Curvers. I used to work out at, with him at the health clubs. Uh, I'd run into him often, and we'd end up, you know, next to each other on a bike or a stairmaster or whatever. And and I learned a lot about, you know, the NHL side of life from him. And, and I'd ask him questions just about, you know, just different things so that I could get educated on on hockey. Great guy and, to talk to, huh? Yeah, great guy. And you know, Tom. I mean, it's cerebral and 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 all. And I remember he said to me once, and, and I thought about this during the Wilds' win streak to take nothing away from winning eighth straight. He said, "You you don't pay attention to a hot team." Uh, during the season because the only thing that matters is how do they match up with who they have to beat in the playoffs if they win seven eight nine in a row it doesn't matter and and, and at the time I believe the wild were on a hot streak and he said uh, you know I I don't remember the exact words but I'm paraphrasing but it, it was they don't match up with Chicago 
and they're going to have to play Chicago in the second round of the playoffs. And it doesn't matter how hot they are now. They don't have Duncan Keith. They don't have someone that can match up with him. They don't have Caves and Taves and Kane, and they don't have somebody that can stop them. So none of this matters right now because you're going to play Chicago, and Chicago's better than you are, and they're in a series that you're never going to beat them. Do you subscribe to that thinking to to an extent? I mean, if all things being equal and everybody's healthy when you get there, you need to build a team that either is better than, or you're not. You, you can assume you're not going to get further or past them in a series. Well, for sure, I you know I would never contradict uh, TK, but um, yeah, ha- you know, having been through it myself, um, experienced in in matching up well against teams. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's all very situational and, and kind of contextual, but, you know, for example, a team might really rely on their power play, but if they're going up against a team that's got, um, two really good penalty kill yeah. sets, right? So you got, you got eight, you got eight guys, you got four forwards and four D that they that a team can send out back to back, um, and shut down, shut down both power play units um you know then then all of a sudden the power play is negated and if if the rest of their lineup is really kind of not very talented and can't score um then their then their offense is going to sputter right so there are there are definitely situations and then there are things you can do um if a team study you know you study a team all year long and you start to see tendencies uh, but so yeah, to your point, as long as everything's all equal and they they're not missing key people or or key people aren't um, in a slump at the time like a goalie, um, yeah. There's definitely there's definitely teams that just they just match up better, um, and sometimes it's an emotional or psychological thing too, where you might have you know you might pound the pound the. <laughs> pound the team a little bit and get them, uh, get them looking over their shoulders. And so there are things you can do if you have the right tools and the right tactics and strategies to, to, you know, defeat a team. Tom Chorsky is our guest one year. I'll give you a basketball analogy. Uh, and, and that leads to my next question, but uh, the Timberwolves, when they had their run that year um, to the uh, conference finals, uh, they were the number one team at the All-Star break. So Flip Saunders got to coach the All-Star team. And then they had the best record going in so, so they could get home court advantage. And uh, and then they got to play the Lakers, and the Lakers beat them in six games. Uh, the point being, the Lakers didn't care that you wanted to do that all year. They weren't all that concerned that you were going to win home court advantage uh, because they knew when the lights got bright in April uh, and May how to play. Uh, do you have to be careful about the pace, even though you want to accrue points and home ice and all those things? Is the ultimate veteran team, veteran coach, the one that says there's a certain pace and all that matters is that we're ready once we get to the postseason? Maybe in hockey more than anything else because home ice means less. Well, I don't know, a little bit. Um, again, I think we're back to um, – situational stuff if you've got a you know marquee or your your most gifted talent play players and are they going to get run down at game 70 and and then you want to preserve them or is the crux of your team and i would say this about the wild um they are now constructed with some pretty hardy players that are also contributing and you know the team can play four lines it's not a two-line team or a two and a half line team um and so they can go deep and and they've got players waiting in the wings and so I think a year like this, a season like this, um, coaching staff and, and Bill Guerin, I probably look at it like, hey, we're, we are going to put our foot on the gas 
and we are going to go at everyone every night, every hard as we can, and we're not going to we're not going to try and um, tinker and tweak, you know, down the stretch to try and make things, um, you know, save save players so that the timing is all right and they're healthy and all that. I, you know, for the most part, I mean, this this team all of a sudden has assets in the in the minors and they've got depth uh, sitting out of the lineup. They've got gritty guys that like Felino, who's got what he's got four goals in his last five games. Yeah. You know, he's, he's becoming, he's not going to, he might not set a lot of guys up, but he's, he's kicking bang pucks in the net because he's big and strong and, and, and enforces his will right around the net. And that's, they've got a bunch of these guys that are, are Erickson Eck is a big, strong guy and he's not a tiptoe through the tulips type guy. And, and all of a sudden he's, yeah, and Kaprizov's trunk so, is unbelievable, isn't it? His lower body. Yeah, pretty hardy, pretty hardy lineup. That I don't think they, I don't think you know that's the other thing. They can, you can use that to your advantage, and you can pump your team up, and you go, hey, we're we're going to be like a bulldozer here. We're not, we're not a Maserati. We're gonna we're gonna go right through this thing. How much, based on what you've seen, does Zach Parisi have left in the tank? How, how does he look to you right now? Got to be honest, I haven't watched him a lot. Um, I've only read some accounts from you know their local media. Um, and you know, I think he's, he's, he's probably, he can still do what Zach Breezy does, but, um, on, on limited minutes and limited time, I think he, he probably hasn't lost his, his knack and his, his confidence in on, on limited minutes and limited time. I think he, he probably hasn't lost his, his knack and his, his confidence in what he can do, but I don't think he can, you know, play. He can't play, um, you know, those minutes that he's played in the past, and they have to kind of use him as a, as a, a plug-in, a plug-in guy in the sure. right situation. Now, now, could he have saved more uh, tread on the tire had he not played the way he did, or if he did that, would he have been such less of a player that he wouldn't have reaped the rewards that he did? I mean, can, yeah. can you pace yourself, or are you, are, are you programmed to be that? I think he's programmed to be that, and you know, if you look at you know sort of his his range of scoring goals he he wasn't a guy that was going to score from 20 feet out um and maybe that was just over time because he was so accustomed to scoring sure. from in, in close with with tips and and rebounds and and um you know wrap arounds and things like that so it was just his nature um he he just that was his that was his calling card his persona was to be around the net and that's what rewarded him. So um, he just wasn't a guy that was scoring, you know, on the rush too often. It was, it was usually um, standing in front, getting there on at the right time, um, coming out from below the goal line. And that's just, uh, that was his game. So I don't think he could have, um, I don't think he would have been able to consciously, you know, and physically sort of back off and change his style. No, I, I understand. Or if he did, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have been as good as he was, and so you, you know. Yeah, or he would have. He would have had to have changed his whole game from being trying to be an offensive threat to maybe just being uh, a penalty killer. Yeah, and, that, and that's you know. not what he wanted to be. Obviously, you know? no, right. Um, two more questions that I find. I, I love your answers on these because you think about all these things. I, I was with a guy today that quoted uh, Herb Brooks. Uh, you know, many people quote Herb Brooks over the years, and 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 yep. some of his quotes are you know more famous than others. And it was it was the old quote about how 
uh, the name on the front of the jersey is more important than the name on the back. And, um, and that makes great sense, you know, to, to anybody that's, that, that's coaching a team. My question is, as I heard that, and I thought, I'm going to just ask Tom this. I, I, with Team USA, I, I think there is something about when you're playing for your country, you know, you give it up and you do whatever you can for your country. Can you sell that philosophy at other levels? Does that work at the college level or the pro level where in college guys are trying to hopefully move themselves onto the pro contract and in the pros, it is what it is. And, and you may have no affinity to that city to begin with that you play for. Can, can you, can you sell that? Yeah, I think you can. And I, I think Bill Guerin has, um, you know, my experience is like college, you know, we, we pulled on the M at, at university of Minnesota and it really meant something. Um, felt like we were playing for the guys that came before us. Um, you know, I think on, on that concept, I've just been reading a lot of books. And one of them is about the All Blacks, you know, this rugby team. And and one of the statements, you know, they, they sweep out, they all sweep out their, their, um, their locker rooms and, and their benches or where they, where they wait on the sidelines and, mm-hmm. And the, the, the concept is no one's bigger than the team and everyone does the small things and the little things. And, um, you know, in, in New Jersey, when we won the cup, that was certainly the, the culture and the feeling on the team was that you you can sell it if everyone feels like they're included and have a role. Um, if no one feels like, um, there's a, you know, real pecking order, uh, you're in it together. I think if your leaders are are demonstrating that, yes, they are. They have their own career and they're playing for their, you know, for their careers as well. But they can do things that demonstrate that they're they're playing for you as well, right? They've got yep. your back. And and we had leadership and veterans that, um, they you could just tell that they cared about everyone else, the little guys or the fourth liners or the third liners, and. Uh, and that's when you can you can get your culture right and get your team right. It's when leaders uh, and on the wild, you know, I think you've got humble leaders or or not self-important leaders right now that um, the rest of the guys probably look at Felino and they feel like when he goes out there and and does whatever he does, he's doing it for for them and for the team. Um, and I don't want to just point out Felino. You know, there's other guys too, even the skill guys. Um, they, they, they celebrate together and, and they all feel like they're, uh, they're all pulling on the rope the same way. So you can do it. And the other thing that you you have to align everyone, but it's not hard to align NHL hockey players to all strive to, to win a Stanley cup, right? You've got a bunch of guys that have never won a Stanley cup and that's their ultimate goal. So they do have that in common that they have to pull together for. Yep. Last question, uh, when we have the outdoor game here, uh, January 1st, will it feel pretty much the same as when they played the Blackhawks at, uh, at then TCF Bank Stadium? Was there anything different or nuances that you expect? You know, I, I think it would be, be somewhat similar. Um, it will be a little bit, I think, bigger in that the venue is, is, is not on a college campus, which no, no, no slight to – to uh, you know the U of M and, and their football stadium, which is great. I went to a, a few games this fall, um, but you know you, you get it into a, a pro a pro stadium and um, it it it'll just feel a little a little bigger. Um, and maybe the fact that they're almost a league leading team right now, 
um, will have an impact too. That it'll it'll they'll be able to kind of pump it up a little bit bigger. So maybe it'll be due to the media and the hype. Yeah. But, uh, I think it's going to be. And then you know, coming off an off year where you know you didn't get to see it and no one experienced it, um, it, it it maybe will be able to be. Uh, you know, hyped up that way too. And it'll feel a little bit newer and fresh than it did because let's be honest for, you know, all these outside games, they started having, you know, on January 1st. And then they also had the, the other stadium series games. It started to get a little diluted, a little little too many and, and almost felt like they were abusing the, you know, yeah, exactly. The the romance is gone, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, Tom, appreciate it very much, always. A great conversation, Cerebral, and I appreciate that always, and we'll talk again soon. I love it, Max. You have a good night. You too, Tom Chorsky, talking all things. There is something about what he said, though, about, and I tell you when you see this, though, in the pro sports, in the postseason. In the postseason, a whole lot of things get put in the back burner. I'll explain when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t